Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our guests from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us and Brainerd Fire Chief Tim Holmes. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, we'll start with you. What's happening here in the city of Brainerd as we uh, head through the month of October? So I, I actually just want to start out our time today with what I consider to be an incredible, incredible honor. Uh, the I just want to start with the exciting news. I, I'm building up to it. Okay. Sorry. It's, yes. <laughs> so the city was informed last week that Fire Chief Tim Holmes has been chosen as the Minnesota 2022 Fire Officer of the Year. Wow. For cities with population over 10,000. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Congratulations. That is awesome. Isn't it just an honor? I'm just going to continue to brag about Chief Holmes. (laughs) He's blushing a little. (laughs) As he should. Uh, So the Minnesota State Fire Chiefs Association received what they said in their letter, an overwhelming number of nominations this year and chief tim holmes was selected love it so we are just so happy for chief holmes um to be recognized really for his hard work and also what an honor to the city of brainerd Mm -hmm. i you know just we are so lucky to have chief holmes so um in honor of that he's gonna start us out by talking about (laughs) all things fire (laughs) (laughs) wonderful thank you Uh, It it truly is an honor. Um, Very humbling to know that um, a firefighter from our organization nominated me and then also had the support of two local police chiefs to um, letters of support. So, yeah, super humbling, and I'm very excited. Um, Formally recognized and received the award at the Minnesota Chiefs Association um, annual banquet uh, in October 21st. So that'll oh. be great and hopefully get uh, my family there and my parents and it should be a should be a great night. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, truly. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That Super is awesome. exciting. Uh, and Tim, as, uh, as we talk to you, I mean, this is the start of what's usually a pretty dangerous season uh, as we start to see the wood stoves fire up and furnaces and people Around the holidays, may have candles, and uh, I know it's it's one of those things you always have warnings every year. We should be checking a lot of things this time of the year, shouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, the start of Fire Prevention Week. Um, our open house is Thursday from five to seven. We're super excited about that. Every year, it's a great opportunity for the kids to come in and see our equipment and see other public safety partners um, at that event. Uh, there's the Northland. Fire protection will be there so the kids can spray fire extinguishers. Uh, Essential will be there so kids can learn and see hands-only CPR. So really uh, a great opportunity for the kids to come in. And then also, yeah, just our message of um, this year is um, fire won't wait, plan your escape. So just really teaching kids to and families to make sure that they have a fire escape plan for their, for their house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Super important. Along with, you know, like you you mentioned, um, smoke alarms and CO alarms, this time of the year is a good time to make sure that you're checking the batteries um, with the startup of your furnaces and your wood stoves and things like that. Uh, We just really want to make sure that those are functioning properly and, um, you know, make sure they're in date. And, yeah, so it's a 
it is a busy time of the year for sure for stuff like that and then also just fire prevention and and our open house yeah and and so uh i know i i have taken my kids there years ago i took my grandkids there they always have a fantastic time for kids it's just like one of the highlights of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we get to do it every day, right? <laughs> get to play with the big red trucks. So, yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, the, yeah, they'll have the opportunity to um, look at our, our equipment, look in our trucks. Um, Brainerd Public Utilities will be there with their boom truck. Crowing Power will be there with their boom truck. So they give the kids the rides in that. Mm-hmm. Um, North Air Care will land there. Lifelink 3 will land there. Oh, so yeah. um, the airport will have their new fire truck out there. So, wow. yeah, just a lot of great opportunities to see all of our public safety partners in one place. I think the last time I was there, it was I think my granddaughter had to do the roll out of bed, feel the door. Do you still do that uh, drill for kids? We don't have that one, but we do have a um, short little obstacle course for the kids this year, um, mm-hmm. kind of like a little kids obstacle course that we would do as firefighters. So uh, the dummy drag, carrying some hose over their shoulder, oh things my. like that. And then we also have an opportunity for them to spray our hose um, at a little building out out front, and so yeah, there's a lot of opportunities for them. Fun, and and uh, I thought I saw in the press release is this the 150th anniversary of the Brainerd Fire Department? It is. Wow. Yeah. So and that's been a really exciting thing to uh, really just learn a little bit more about our history. Um, Elaine in our office has been going through this year and and pulling together articles and pictures. Um, with the help from the Historical Society. Hmm. So that's been great to get all that uh, together and, and just learn about, you know, former chiefs and former firefighters. We've compiled a list of all the names of firefighters that we've been able to find wow. over the last oh 150 gosh. years. Wow. So it's just a really cool opportunity to learn more about the both the fire department mm-hmm. and tim probably even in the time you've been here but certainly uh in the last uh, 30 years think of the changes that have uh, <laughs> come about in terms of equipment and technology uh, and technology yeah. that has uh, helped you guys fight fires yeah absolutely and you know not only technology but just the time that we're spending um every month um, with our training and with our call response it's just becoming more and more um more time for the for our paid on call firefighters to put in to it but yeah technology has been huge you know we have mapping now in our trucks um so we know it's not turn at the blue barn on the fifth road or (laughs) something like that you know we actually have maps and so it's been it's been great and we've made a lot of advances with our equipment over the last five or six years so that's been nice to get um that equipment updated yeah Tim, and I know a lot of area firefighters or fire departments are looking for more crew. Are you, as the Brainerd Fire Department, looking for that at this time? Um, We do a hiring once a year. Okay. Um, Some departments will do, you know, an ongoing hiring process, but Mm -hmm. uh, we do it once a year. So we just hired four new firefighters. Actually, they've passed their first part of their training testing yesterday. So um, that's exciting that they're kind Can you of, identify the chief? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good start, right? So, yeah, so it's been, it's been good. We good. have 38 uh, paid-on-call firefighters along Wonderful. with two of us that are there full-time. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. 
That's very interesting. All of that being said, uh, the public still needs to do their part when it comes to fighting uh, and, and fire safety, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like we mentioned earlier, smoke alarms, making sure they're working properly. They, they have batteries. You test them monthly, making sure your CO alarms work. You're testing them properly. And they're all within date. You know, most of them have a 7- to 10-year shelf life. So if you built your house in the 80s and put in smoke alarms then, you should maybe look and get them replaced. <laughs> uh, good advice. Good advice. Well, congratulations again on the award. Uh, it speaks highly of you and the fire department, really. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tim. All right, Jennifer, uh, we also have some fun things coming up this weekend for kids, don't we? We do. So (laughs) speaking of events, as you know, Halloween is right around the corner, and that means all kinds of events are happening in Brainerd. Tim mentioned the uh, open house at the fire department. Uh, We also have the Great Pumpkin Festival this Saturday uh, from 1 to 4 p.m. in Gregory Park. Uh, There will be vendors with everything from face painting to hot chocolate and all kinds of fun races such as pumpkin rolling and sack races and bouncy ball races. It's a great time to bring your kids there and enjoy it. Um, Also, downtown Brainerd will be having their spectacular event. That's on the 29th. Uh, There will be trick-or-treating for kids and live music and food trucks. So again, check that out. October is always a fun month for events. So No doubt. Yeah. All right. How about uh, what's happening here in the city of Brainerd? Some things we need to be aware of? Yeah. So I've talked about it before. If you recall, the uh, Initiative Foundation had applied for a grant through the Department of Employment and Economic Development, the state of Minnesota. And they received about $4.5 million uh, for their area. And they allocated specifically $765,000 to the city of Brainerd. In addition, the EDA and the HRA contributed another $100,000. And these grants uh, were, were to be used on a number of different things, but the EDA really kind of focused in on what their priorities were. So housing, streetscape, landscaping, and then child care and small business. Those were their three rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, then Bladeck hired, or the Initiative Foundation hired Bladeck to kind of oversee this whole grant application process. Really, really great, overwhelming response to this as well. We had 44 applications. Wow. Oh, my. For $3.1 million. Holy so God. we had 765, 865,000 with the EDA and HRA contribution. Uh, so it, it was a tough choice. The EDA had a subcommittee, and that group really worked on this and tried to rank and score all of these applications. And, and then last week, the EDA board did make their recommendation. What's really exciting about this, too, is I think we're going to see some real investment again in that river to rail corridor. Awesome. Um, $865,000 investment. So wow. a big thank you to the Initiative Foundation and, of course, the state of Minnesota and Bladeck and the EDA for all the hard work they did on that. So, yeah, we're excited. Good. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. And then as long as we're talking about money, uh, <laughs> the CARES Act, which also that money that was from DEED was this America Rescue Plan funds. Right. The city of Brainerd also got a direct appropriation in America Rescue Plan monies. And so the 
council is going to have a workshop actually tomorrow where they're going to start focusing in on where to invest that $1.4 million. Uh, looking at some significant investments in our parks, as well as maybe capital expenditures such as a water pipe that needs to go under the Mississippi River and repairing the annex and some HVAC repairs to the police department and etc. So I think the council will have a great discussion tomorrow to try to figure out where they can invest that money. Yeah. Yeah. Always fun deciding where to spend money that you get like that. Yeah, sometimes it's a good problem to have, yes, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, we haven't talked about it for a while, but uh, Highway 210, we know the construction is coming. What's the latest? What do we need to know right now? We do. So 2026, you know, that's the big year for the reconstruction project on Washington Street. MnDOT, MnDOT does continue to get public input. So in August, they had a couple of in-person sessions. They collected some uh, information via their website, and they compiled all of that. Uh, the city of Brainerd has a project management team that is working with MnDOT. Uh, we all know this is a MnDOT project. It is a state highway. But the city of Brainerd has to give municipal consent yes. in order for MnDOT to do this project. So our city representatives continue to encourage things like safe pedestrian access. Mm -hmm. How do we get across Washington Street? How do we calm traffic going down Washington Street? How do we make sure we have good access to our businesses? And then, of course, we know the Cuyuna Lake State Trail is ultimately going to come through there as well. Mm -hmm. So how do we make that trail connection You know, from the north going down through Brainerd? So these are all really important things, and our, our city council representatives and staff really have been trying to make that point to MnDOT that these things are really important. While this is a state highway, mm -hmm. it's our city, and it's going through our city. So we want to make sure that we're really at the table there and encouraging MnDOT to continue to think about what's in the best interest of the city of Brainerd. Cool. Now you mentioned they had the one uh, public input session already. There must be more coming. Uh, anything uh on the horizon right now? Nothing on the calendar right now. Okay. I do know that they hope to be before the city council for municipal consent sometime by the end of the year. After that happens, they really start working on the detailed plans. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, once again, let's uh, remind everybody that a uh, couple of things this week that you can attend. The fire department open house on Thursday. And what time was that again, Tim? That was from 5 to 7. 5 until 7. And then the Great Pumpkin Festival taking place at Gregory Park from? Saturday from 1 to 4. Very good. Come have fun. Fun. All good right. time. Thank you for being here today to talk about the city of Brainerd. Tim, congratulations once again. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks okay. for what you do. <laughs> Our guests today, Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman and Brainerd Fire Chief Tim Holmes. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime right there on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, 
comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. And right now you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.